6.37 p.m. Stories of hustle and grind from the intersection of culture, style, music, and sports. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, guys? It's your boy Aaron, a.k.a. Don. We're here with a special guest. Listen, also, I want to make it known that you're the second woman on this podcast. I've, I've, yeah. I, I know. It's sad. I know, I know, I know. But... I am trying to get better at it. I am going to get better at it. Um, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm all right. I've been resting and I'm feeling much more refreshed and recharged. Fire, fire. Well, uh, what have you been up to? I mean, 2021, I think it stopped, started off bumpy a little bit, just a little bit. But I think we are now cruising. Is there anything, how, how's, how's it been treating you? Oh, it's been good. It's been all right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's a mic. It's a little buzzy a little bit. You might have, yeah. yeah, a little buzzy. Lucky. Let me see something. Take it down. Take it down. Okay. Does it still sound like that? Nope. You sound something. Like I think it was my fan. I, I tend to forget to turn my fan off. Um gotcha. the fan and the filter is always making a little humming sound. No, listen, I just got a new mic. We're straight. I got a I got the new sure mic. Um I feel yeah. bougie right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I wanna first start off by saying you you play Sims. That's the game you play the most, right? Yes. Um, I think you're mostly known for uh the movement of like putting the black skin tone into in Sims, if I'm correct. Yeah, helping to diversify the Sim space. I wanna talk about that a lot, just because I feel like that's actually shocking a little bit. One, you mod, basically. Like, how is that? Like, to me, modding is basically not. It's not hacking, but it's like, I think it's complex. Or maybe I'm over exaggerating it. Um, but like, basically, how did you figure out? Like, yo, I'm gonna start modding. Like, how did that come about? Um, so to be honest, I'll be absolutely honest. I've been modding Sims since I was about 12 years old. I think 11 to 12 was around, I think when Sims 2 came out. So I've been modding. So like all the wild gameplay and like, I literally, that's literally how I used to play my game at 12. Um, and I got really at 12? Yeah, at 12. I used to mod my game at 12. Um, but creating mods, there's a difference between downloading mods and creating mods. But even if you're someone like me who has a lot of mods, that still takes time, knowledge, and patience to be able to maintain everything, keep up with like game updates and things like that. Um, I do create mods to a degree. Like there are programs that like. I don't want you, to you sound like a squirrel right now. Does that sound like what? A squirrel. It's like I don't know if it's auto tune. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm sorry, my Vixer. So I don't wait, even... You have the wait. So do you have that? Like that's actually something. Wait, the Go XLR. Yeah, and so I you... think it turned. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, she might actually have a shortage in her mic. But no, it's my Vixer. Thank God it was a voice mod, because then I would have right. sounded like I was in a, a tube or something. Not a straight. That was actually okay. funny. That's so cool. <laughs> Oh I'm my god! I'm, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. No, you're straight. No, I, was, I, I, was, I don't want to interrupt. I wanted to finish, but I don't want to sound like I'm like, you can't sound like this. Yeah. I was like, okay. oh no. Okay. Do I, I sound good? Yeah, everybody's saying you're okay. Good. You sound, you sound okay, good. cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
So yeah, I've been modding The Sims since I was 12. Um, I create and download mods and in order to maintain mods, you need like a certain amount of like knowledge, know-how and patience to be be able to maintain it. Um, So with Sims 4, I maintain mods, I create mods, I download mods. I'm not um, super knowledgeable in coding Python, which is what you need for The Sims 4 specifically. Like I'm not versed in that at all. But there are programs that those that are well-versed in Python, they create those programs that allow community members to create and develop their own mods, traits, personalities, different things for The Sims. And then I kind of just combine that with my knowledge of Photoshop because I'm a self-taught graphic designer. I got into that at around 13, 14. Like my mom bought me a laptop and I just started sitting down with like Photoshop tutorials and that was all I would do all day. Um, so I like applied that to that too. I just learned Photoshop this year, like last year, if I'm gonna be honest. You was doing this at like 12, like, so what sparked that? Like what sparked you to want to get into modding? Like mm-hmm. did you see somebody else doing it? He's like, okay, I'm gonna start doing this now. No. Um, so being that I've always known about modding, like I said, I've been modding Sims since like, what is it? I was like 11 or 12. So then when I came back into like the Sims community more heavy to create content as an adult, I kind of looked around and I was like, well, where's the diversity as far as like storylines? the different body types, colors, shapes, sizes of Sims, where is like the diversity in content? A lot of the content was extremely similar. There wasn't really any diversity. You didn't really see any like black Sims and Let's Plays. You didn't really see too many black creators. It was only like two or three like well-known black creators at the time. And I'm like, well, where is the variety? Where's the range with like black and POC content? So I was like, okay, I'm going to have to be like, I'm going to create content. And as I'm creating content, I would like, open discussions about it in my streams and in my videos. Like if you go back to my old stuff from like five or six years ago, there's videos of me like ranting about it. Like, where's the diversity? Where are the plus size Sims? Where are the dark skin Sims? Where are the bonnets? Where's the makeup that looks good on Sims darker than a paper bag? Like I would rant and create discussions about these things while creating content and trying to focus on creating spaces and communities that were welcoming different types of Simmers, welcoming two different types of Simmers. Well, I want to start with before I even ask this next question, thank you. Because I have a little sister. And uh, this year, no, no, not this year. Last year, she's really getting into engagement and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, the reason I do this is for, like, so they know, like, you're in an era where it's, like, there's options. You don't have to go to college if you don't want to. You don't have to go to the military if you don't want to. You can, like, do other things. It's so, like, when Among Us came out, she's heavy on that. And she's actually now getting into Sims. I don't know nothing mm-hmm. about her, I'm going to be honest. I want to know a little bit. And I'm going to admit, yes, I did play Sims. I, know, I don't know if there's a stereotype out there, like a lot of boys don't play Sims, but I was actually one of the boys who did play Sims. Mm-hmm. But anyway, how did your family react though to you becoming one in the content creator? Like, um, you you kind of know how um POC black yeah, exactly. and immigrant parents are when it comes to career paths that are um non-traditional that are trying for I'm trying to find the terminology, but like um as soon as, as soon as I had the word, it kind of escaped me, but you know, different types of careers that are not the standard, that are not the doctor, the lawyer, you know, certain jobs and certain things that they don't consider safe. Um, so their reaction to it, they were supportive, but then it was kind of like, well, how are you going to make money? Where's the money at? Like, what what are you doing? It's always that. Like, I used to be so excited. Like I streamed on Twitch for a few months and after like two months of streaming Sims on Twitch, I had about 15 to 20 concurrent viewers 
And I used to be so excited because I would get hundreds of new followers every stream. And I'd come to my dad and I'd be like, I got 500 followers on Twitch this week. And my dad would be like, well, how much money did you make, child? And I'm just like. Yeah. So that was a little not necessarily uphill battle because they were supportive. Like once they realized it was something I was serious about, like my mom helped me get one of my first PCs to create YouTube videos. My father spent like a hundred dollars on a mic for me. So they were supportive. It's just they were kind of like, so when are you going to get paid? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, where's the ROI in this? I, and I think I discovered that too this year. Was like, I'm, I'm, I'm still young, 19. And I, I'm the, when I graduated high school, I moved to South Carolina. That's kind of where I was born. Mm-hmm. I my grandparents. And I was like, yeah, I'm moving to New York. And I was like, why? Because I was about to say, I was, for them to understand, I basically said, so I can get paid to play video games. And mm-hmm. even though I said I was getting paid, it was like, no. Like, you know, that doesn't happen. I'm like, it does. Yeah, like video games. I can see somebody play Fortnite and get three million. I know it happens. Trust. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, Sims, right? So not even Sims, but how did your close friends react to that too, though? I feel like we can get insecure uh, as content creators when others that's close to us start to see like we're not doing the traditional norm. So how was that for you, and how did you overcome that? Um, I didn't really have any obstacles. I don't have a whole lot of people I consider like friends. Very small handful. Gotcha. Um. And a lot of my peers are more into like fashion and gossip. So to them, it was a little like, oh, you're really like, they always know, like they always knew I was a gamer. So they were kind of like, oh, you're really taking this to like the next level. Like you're, you're doing something with, you're trying to do something with this. And I'm like, yeah, why not? I've been playing video games since I was four. Like, why not? Um, and a lot of them are very supportive. A lot of them kind of root me on from the sidelines. Like I'll every now, I don't even use like my Facebook account anymore. I kind of just go back to Facebook, post the article I got featured in, and then I'll sign back out. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh my God, you were featured in this. So you were featured in that. And I get tagged in things like, oh, I saw you on TV or I saw you doing this. And I'm like, oh, wow. But I can't say anybody wasn't supportive. They just kind of was like, people are kind of like, you still on those video games? What you doing over there with the video games? Like they don't know anything about it not for you uh, so question flew up in my head it was right there ah this is the question because you said something I'm, I'm wondering right oh the word popped in my head i guess the term i guess what i would say unconventional careers that's what i meant to say earlier <laughs> unconventional what people take on unconventional careers had a word and i'm known for getting worse so now we're just yeah if we can keep doing this, it makes me feel a little more comfortable. Let me just say that right Yeah, now. no, I always, like, it'll be that one word. I'm like, damn, unconventional. That's what it was. Uh, unconventional lines of work. POC, parents, immigrant parents, they are not, they are usually not receptive to that. That's what I meant to say initially. No, 100%. And I, I'm going to say this because I just wanted to be heard. I feel like that, I believe esports and gaming is going to be real, like, it's big, but, like, I feel like every year is going to double and triple mm-hmm. viewing it, the number that's getting cashed in. And I believe that this might cause maybe an economic, even bigger economic gap if enough of us don't hop in. And then it's going to be the same, like, you know, problem that we're, we're having. And so mm-hmm. definitely like something I'm saying. But I was going to ask you, you said something, you said, I have a close friend. What is your zodiac sign? It Libra. doesn't matter. You're what? Libra. You're a Libra? Mm-hmm. I'm a Pisces. I don't know. Uh, I have a couple of Pisces friends. Yeah, come on. Like Pisces are really They're cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> but how do you feel about the new Sims update, though? I know they just updated Sims. Um, so which update? Because they actually just updated today, too. Was that today or yesterday? Um, um, you mean the skin tone update? Yes. Okay. The, the big skin tone update. Yes. Yes. 
Um, so years ago, let's go back to 2017. Um, when I open these discussions, remember, go like rewind, I go back, I open these discussions. I created a community called the Black Simmer that was supposed to help bring inclusivity to the space and to bring, you know, just to let other Black folks know, like, hey, you're not the only one that plays Sims. And, you know, the group is huge. I actually had to do some like changes around. The forum has like 160, I think 160,000 people on the forum now. It's a lot of people. Yeah, there's a lot of people that want content and want, you know, more diverse content. And um, so I got interviewed, I think it was AJ, it was AJ Plus. And the article, like the snippet went viral. Like it was trending under Sims 4 for days. And the devs saw it, the Sims team saw it, and they kind of was like, oh, no, we need to reach out to her because if this is an issue and this is an issue that is, I guess, like they realize this issue, this is an important issue. Like these skin tones are like, you know, these darker skin tones are gray. This is not there's not only just one demographic that plays this game. We shouldn't have these issues in a life simulation game. So. They reached out. I started working with them a few years ago as an influencer, a game changer. And then I would like, we would have like feedback sessions and things over the years. And um, more recently, they brought us on to consult for, to consult us for the skin tone update and just things that they wanted to add to the game going forward. And it was cool. We, they sat down, they showed us the different things and the changes that they made and the changes that would be rolled out um, for everyone eventually. That's a cool part. I mean, so do you guys still stay in contact? They did give you a bag, yeah. right? They gave you... Yeah, they gave me some money, yeah. Uh, I'm just making sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I make sure you get your chicken. Uh, so Thank you. I, I just want to say that too, though. I think it's kind of ridiculous how, like, you make a game... I, okay, I'm going to call it an RPG, more to say, right? Mm-hmm. You would think that they would say, okay, we're going to consider other skin tones just because, like, it makes sense. At least to me, it makes sense to involve other think, right? Yeah, diversities into that game and stuff like that. So like one, but I also want to say, Sims, thank you for being smart and you know, paying attention and actually listening. Cause some I'm gonna be honest, brands do not brands who do not solve that problem now will feel it in the future. Yeah. And we're gonna see it. Games yeah. are gonna get bigger, people are gonna start getting bigger and be like, yo. Some, some like, people. what's going on over here? Yeah, because it's not just a Sims issue. It's a it's a broad, it's a very broad um industry issue. You have some games where in order to have like a more diverse set of skin tones, you and not skin tones, uh hairstyles, you have to pay. Some mobile games that if you want an afro, if you want locks, braids, things like that, you have to pay like real money when you don't have to pay for any other hairstyles. Like they'll have it as like DLC optional paid content, which is not something I never was like, not something I ever was okay with. Um, there's a lot of different things that a lot of these games and a lot of these uh, publishers have to fix as far as inclusivity. What do you want to see? What do you want to see more of? Like, what do you, from a, you don't even got to consider just sounds, but like, what do you want to see more of when it comes to video games? Like, I want to see games created with more than just two demographics in mind. I want to see games created for all of us, as far as accessibility, affordability, diversity, proper representation in stories. But in order to do that, things have to be changed at the ground floor. Different people from different backgrounds would need to be hired and make sure that they're in comfortable work environments and paid and paid properly. Um, 
it's going to take a lot more than just, oh, here's an update. Because it's like sometimes people put out content and it's not as good as it could be. It's not as good as it should or it's supposed to be because you didn't take that time to reach out to those people that would have, you know, made that much better contribution. It's just like, say I want to integrate some, say I'm developing a game and I want to integrate something from Asian culture. I'm not Asian. So how would I be able to properly accurately depict Asian culture? I mean, yeah, I could have paid attention when it was time to learn about Asian history in school, but there's still so much more that someone who is actually Asian would be able to contribute to the conversation versus me just trying to say, well, I learned this and I learned that. Who's to say that's even historically accurate? Who's to say that that's spot on versus actually having people who are part of said culture contribute to the project? And that applies to everything else. Um, and that's just something they have to they have to learn to do. Yeah, I agree. Because uh, I I'm, I don't know why. I feel like it's, it's definitely for something younger I could see myself caring that much about but the older i get if a game does not have like my skin tone or something like that it's like i kind of don't want to play just because i can't i'm in this i'm a super gamer now that's what i call myself <laughs> like, no I, it's really weird really weird like uh for fps games i pick women because they they have the smaller kill box or whatever the, the hitbox is smaller for women yeah. well that's what that's what they say yeah that's what they said i really don't know but to be on the safe side i pick it but also, I'm thinking I'm, about Wraith now. <laughs> yo, listen. You play Apex? Yes, I'm, I'm terrible at it, but I do play Apex. Let's, let's talk, what other games do you play, uh, Mira? I play Apex. I play Overwatch. I just started Witcher for the first time a few weeks ago. I just started, since I've been taking my break, I've been playing Cyberpunk offline. I play all different types of things, tycoon games, you know, different time management games. Tropico is a game where you run government. Like I play a lot of different types of things, but I just really, I guess people know me so much for Sims because I play it all the time and I really enjoy creating content and creating stories for it. And part of my enjoyment is putting people on the stuff like, hey, I didn't know I could, people come in my stream, they see my Sims, nice makeup, thick brown skin. Afro puffs galore, it's working, and it's just a whole bunch of stuff that they've never seen in Sims before. I that's yeah. part of my enjoyment. Like I enjoy putting people on the things. Yeah, wait, so Sims can tart? Hey, with mods, all over the place. Hey, y'all gonna hey listen? Um, before I was in a Discord call before I got in, in, in before we it started, and I was like, bro, we should start a podcast. Tell mm -hmm. you but the, the 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 fun part about it is the boys. It's like yo. It's it's Sims with the boys. It's like it's it's like a whole bunch of boys who've never played Sims before playing it. And I've actually you know, on your YouTube channel and I seen your role play you. Oh, like, this is actually gas. No, no, no. Listen, <laughs> I was like, this is gas. Like that's say eat cereal. I'm like, yo, okay, this is funny. So like, that's cool. How did you get into yeah. that? Would you ever well, be like a voice actor or a narrator or something? Like people that? have been saying that I should do that like a lot and it's something that I want to do some research on and get into, especially ever since like the Sim show sparked, like when I had to narrate, I narrated like our stories and things like people's like, why don't you get into voice acting? I'm like, okay, that's something I can definitely think about. Um, another thing I've been doing a lot is playing Animal Crossing. I'm, I'm terrible at it. I like to farm and um, <laughs> plant fruit trees and sell, <laughs> sell the fruits all day on the island. Um yeah, it's been something I've been loving to do ever since, especially since like last year, you know, you're all in the house, things like that. I've been just kind of having fun on Animal Crossing with my community. That's awesome. I, I, yeah, I wrote an article 
And it was basically saying Animal Crossing was the game of the year last year. I don't care what anybody else said. I don't care about Last of Us. I don't. I don't care. What would you? What are? What is your thoughts on that statement? Would you agree? Would you? I don't know. Add. Like, would you, I could definitely, definitely. I could. I could agree with that. I can definitely see that. A lot of people love that game. We. It's. It's a fun game. I. I can see that. It's, to me, the best is whatever is culture impacting, and I feel like Animal Crossing. You got to think about it. Animal Crossing came out early, whenever February, March. Sold out Nintendo. You went on eBay. Nintendo's was selling for an inflated price. The iOS update came out when you can customize. You see more people now bringing up Animal Crossing. And actually, mm-hmm. Animal Crossing, you have something coming up with Animal Crossing, right? Yes. We have a Animal Crossing ColourPop stream. It's going to be sponsored by ColourPop. And I'm really excited because I've always wanted to combine some of my favorite things and makeup. I love ColourPop. Love Animal Crossing. So I think this is going to be really cool, really exciting to kind of combine things that I love, gaming and makeup um, in one. And I can't wait to show you all how that's going to go. That's going to be really cool. Listen, I only met you to say, but I'm going to just say I'm really proud of you. Like, just thank you. I think like this is what, like I said, I'm a young buck, but I'm also, you know, a black young male into this. And it's like, just, and just to give you a backstory, I'm raised from a single mother type situation. The mm-hmm. oldest having to kind of protect my brother and sister type situation. And so when I hear things like this, it's like, okay, yo, this is like gas. Like this is what gets us in those places we talk about. Like Sims, they should have had, I don't know, mm-hmm. a black person be a de- developer in that game, at least one or two, right? And so I feel like mm-hmm. you like that's like just something I think like that's important. And uh, I just want to give you your flowers while you're here. Um, Thank you. Anyway, your community. You've been streaming on Twitch or YouTube? What are you streaming on? I, I've been streaming on Twitch for like three years now almost. We're coming up on three years. I cr- actually started on Twitch over five years ago. I think 2015 was my first Twitch stream. And then I kind of bounced back and forth between Twitch and YouTube over the years. So right now my main place of content is Twitch. Uh, please answer this question. You, it has to be a yes. <laughs> if it's not a yes, I am actually going to get disappointed. What? Are you on TikTok? Are you making t- Yeah, but it's hard. I'm still trying to do the Busted Challenge. My body hurts right now. TikTok is hard. Listen. I think I'm in pain now because of TikTok. I'm proud, though. I'm trying. I've I've had a lot of guests on this show. And every time, this is I'm going to keep asking it because I feel like it's super important. I feel like TikTok is the future. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, no, I see. You know I see, because at first I was kind of like, I think I'm too old for TikTok. And then I kind of looked and I'm like, no, people are really like doing good. There's room for all of us on that platform. So I was like, okay, let me jump in the waters and see how that's going to go. Okay. Um, how is your content process? Actually, yes. How is your content process? One, you're a queen. Queen CG. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. I'm Don. Welcome, queen. Two, <laughs> this is an important question. What is your your beauty process, right? Like. You know, I'm looking a little rough. I'm, I'm gonna be blunt. I am looking rough. I thought taking it. I took a shower and everything. I'm like, I'm ready. I still look rough. You, you look like you look very beautiful. When you say that, thank you. What is your process before you, you know, hop on the camera? Um. So you know, normally you take care. You know, I get my tea ready. I get relaxed. I listen to meditation music. Keep the humidifier running. Try to keep myself calm, level. I do my skincare. Right now, I'm in the process of learning how to better take care of my skin, skin discoloration, different things like that, and how to improve the texture of my skin. And I spend a lot of time like looking at my favorite beauty gurus on YouTube, 
with similar skin types and skin tones to learn how to better take care of my skin and do my skincare, do my makeup, figure out how I'm going to wear my hair, what am I going to wear, and then I get on stream. And if I'm just in those moods where I'm up to make content, but not up to get dressed, I'll kind of just go live without the camera. All right, so you, you, you inherit that, right? Like the uh, no camera? Yeah, like I actually started making content without a camera. So that's why it's always weird to me when people's like, oh, you get views because you're a girl and your boobs and you're, and I'm like, no, that? it was 700. It's, I've, it, there's been points in my life where like in my streaming career where I've had like 700 people in my stream without a camera on. So no, it's actually not, you know? Um, there's a lot of, I guess, ignorance from people outside of the space that don't know how, you know, they kind of just see, oh, girl, people are going to watch you because you're a girl and you look good. And it's like, no, it's, it's not that simple. You have to have a personality, um, especially if you're going to go without a camera, because it's like people sometimes do want something to look at. But if I'm not there, I got to talk. I got to create. Yeah. I mean, hey, like I said, you did a good job with the story, uh, like the narrative thing. I was like, yeah, this is mm -hmm. like, I'm going to be honest with you, too. I might honestly go binge that a little bit because I need like new stuff to watch. I don't know. I just need something new to watch. Some new flavors. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Uh, any tips though? Like I said, I have a creation. Yeah. Any um, tips for ladies out there and young women? Stay consistent. Don't let people in their negativity get to you. Do your research and whatever you do, try to be the best at it you can absolutely be. Be open to taking advice. Be open to learning from people. Um. It's and just the, the biggest I think one of the biggest things is just not listening to naysayers because there's going to be people all over the place in your life. Your, even people that you would expect support from that may have negative things to say and you, you really can't just you just can't listen to it. You have to focus on whatever goals you set. Now, I, I feel like and I, everything you said was 100 percent, like 100 percent true. But for the don't like don't listen to the naysayers. How do you exercise that that law? Because I feel like. Especially right now, we're all at home. Everything's in front of our face. Like things we don't even want to see is like a scroll away. And how do we, you know, if we do see it, how do we just keep on pushing? Type scenario. Do you? Um. So I try to moderate my spaces the best I can in a sense of like ever since like last year we we were on a Sim Spark the TV show. I after it like went live and it was on TV and I. Twitter was like, you're getting a lot of notifications. Do you want to edit them? I edit everything. Like I, I barely see a good amount of my notifications. I don't search myself anymore. Um, the only time I Google myself is if I'm trying to see if like any articles were like referencing my content, but I try to stay away from searching myself, stay the hell out of comments. Um, and if I do see something, it's just, I kind of just take a deep breath and I'm just like, no, because I, I kind of tell myself, there is so much, there are so many more constructive things I could be doing with my time than to be arguing with a random on the internet about something that they know nothing about or arguing with a random on the internet who is probably just a racist or, you know, probably just trolling or being ignorant for the sake of being ignorant. Like there's so much I better I could do with my time. Sure. And honestly, two things. Two, there's such enough your thing, your name. That's a flex. I'm going to get there one day. That's a cool flex to have. <laughs> two, I think TikTok has taught me well on how like, most of the negative, like if it's a negative comment, you do three things. Look at their profile picture. If there's no picture of them, most of the time you shouldn't even waste your time. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm Especially when people, the ones that like to attack your appearance and they don't have a profile picture. It's like you, so you get on the internet and attack people's looks and nobody, yet nobody knows what you look like. Like, yeah, okay. Kind of, yeah. Like, mm, nah. Um, yeah.
there's just there's so much, so many more things I could be doing with my time than to be sitting here arguing with a random on Twitter or whatever platform it is. I want to say, Mira, it was definitely a pleasure talking to you. It's nice to talk to you too. Listen, one, I'm, I'm I'm proud of myself because one, the first live guest was a black woman, a woman. Oh, I'm the first live guest. First live guest. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's late. <laughs> Wait, you do know you were live though, right? You do know. Yeah, no, I know I'm live, but I didn't know I was the first live guest. Yes. Yeah, so inside the screen has been going on for a while now, but it's always been uh pre-recorded. You know, YouTube channel clips mm -hmm. the micro pages. But I was like, you know what? Let's do live. I don't know. It just adds a different layer. They don't write, I don't mm -hmm. know. It's different vibe to it. Yeah. And here, like, yo, call in, talk to your extra question type scenario. You might inherit that later down the line and stuff like that. So it's definitely a pleasure. Before we end it, I got a new little segment. It's called 137 Bullet Round. Okay? Okay. I'm going to ask you 13 questions. Oh, okay. 37. You have to answer these, though, in 37 seconds. I could try. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll try. Come on, you got to do it. Okay? All right. Oh, God. All right. I should put you know, I'm a user. I'm a user. I don't normally use her, but I want to start in here and I bought her, so we're going to use it. Alexa. You know what? No, we're not going to use it. I'm glad you, I was going to say, I'm glad you're not on speaker because you would have set off mine. It'd have been like, hello. <laughs> All right. So you ready? Yeah. All right. First question. You have Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. You can only use one for the rest of your life. What are you using? Twitter. Twitter? Okay. If you could have one million followers on any platform, what would it be? Twitter. Okay. Big following with bad in engagement or small following with good engagement? Small following with good engagement. Okay. YouTube or Twitch? Twitch. Xbox or PlayStation? PlayStation. Willow Creek or Nuke Rest? Mm, Willow Creek. Willow Creek? Okay. Expansion pack or stuff pack? Expansion pack. Okay. Uh, Del Sol Valley or Sul Sul wait, Sulani? Yeah. Sulani. Simani? Okay. Would you rather mods or CC? Mods. Mods? Okay. Yeah. Sims 3 or Sims 4? Sims 4. Wow. Okay. Cars or no cars? Cars. Cars? Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's it. That's it? That's it. Okay. Jeez. Okay. Right. We're gonna edit this. This is gonna go. <laughs> this is gonna go on all the micro pages. We're gonna put the clock down, and we're gonna see if you pass or not. If you I pass, hope so. I don't know if I did for you. If you did it, hey, we can try again one day. Okay. Um, but where can these lovely, lovely people that's watching right now follow you? What's your socials and stuff like that? Um, you, you have a live stream coming. Announce that too. Yeah. Yes, definitely. You all can find me at X Mirror Mirror. My name is the same across all socials. I spend a lot of time on Twitter. We have a community Discord, Twitch, the Queen's Color Pop Animal Crossing stream is on January 26th on the Queen's GG Twitch page. And we'll all be uh, live that day as well. Me, Ava GG, and Cray. And it's going to be absolutely fun. And I can't wait. I don't, yeah. it's, it's been a while since I've, you know, had, had some fun in Animal Crossing on a uh, stream, especially something so big. So I'm definitely excited for this. I've never played it. So I'm going to watch you. So you have to put on, okay. gotta, I'm going to come through stream. All right. know when I come through stream. Listen, <laughs> people know when Don visits a stream, they know. So you're going to know. And I'm like, okay, 
I'm, I'm gonna be watching because I've never played it, and so I, I yeah, know. no, it's cool. I yeah, yeah it's, no. it's very relaxing too. So definitely check it out if you have the time. Well, guys, this is a wrap of episode. Actually, I don't even know what episode this is, but <laughs> that's the mood. Guys, yeah, yeah. I don't listen. Hey, that's the mood. We're getting to that point. I'm gonna be honest with you. We're getting to that point. I'm probably gonna have to edit this and make sure I know what episode it is. Uh, but guys, I hope you enjoyed it. I know I enjoyed it. Um, make sure you go follow her on all her socials. I did put the links in chat. Thank um, you. Also, for the audio listeners, make sure you follow her. You, you heard her socials. Make sure you follow us as well at 1.7pm.com. Follow that.com at 1.7pm on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. You guys have a good day. This is 1.37pm. Own your future. Start this minute. 137 p.m. is a Gallery Media Group original production.